not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system, dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. Hello, my name is Richard Jones, RN, and this is episode number 37 of Essential Change, the podcast. Today, we're going to take a quick break from our current series, Think and Grow with Purpose. We concluded last time, organized planning. Today, we're going to talk about something a little off, a little different from the series. And today, we're going to talk about something uh, called a habitual obsession. And basically what I'm going to be talking about is the obsession with habits. So today we're really going to talk about how we can take those habits and manipulate. And I want to use that word manipulate for a specific purpose because you look at the definition of manipulate. It means to handle, control, or influence in a skillful manner. And that's what we need to do with our habits. They need to be handled and controlled in a skillful manner. A lot of times the habits that we need to help change for the better in essential situations. And this also includes us as helping professionals help people to make those changes is to understand that a lot of times habits cannot be bullied or pushed, pushed hard. A lot of times we have to help those and help ourselves when we're trying to make those subtle habitual changes is we have to almost, sometimes they have to be hacked Sometimes they have to be attacked in the back, an end run on them, as you might say, because sometimes these habitual patterns are so, so ingrained in the life that they are difficult and they really, they put up a fight to be torn loose. There are obviously a number of things um, in our lives that um, are learned by observation, sometimes conscious, sometimes unconscious, uh, when your children learning from parents or people around you, you tend to really ingrain, ingrain those uh, thoughts and those habits deep inside, and they make up a part of you. And a lot of us, we take those those habits and we make them a part of ourselves, not looking at them as something that are things that can help us or benefit us, but things that make us and define us. And it's very difficult for people to go against what is their definition. And this is important for us as helping professionals to remember that when we tell someone automatically that they need to do X, Y, and Z to make themselves a better person, we have to really be cognizant that uh, we want to make sure that we're not stepping in on any definition toes. So a lot of times we have to help people redefine themselves. And part of that redefining of oneself is changing what that person thinks is their essence. And that person usually associates, 
associates themselves, excuse me, with things that are their habits that make them up. So what we do is we start working on the habits uh, from the very beginning and inside out in order to help people to change what they perceive as the definition of themselves. And in order to do that, to change a definition, we have to make sure that we develop habits that can be uh, easily done, easily observed, and to foster a sense of obsession about that habit. Really take the individuals that we're trying to help and and, and make them understand that the habit is, the new habit is something that should be obsessed about and really used to its fullest in order to change one's definition of oneself. It's always interesting to point out to someone who has a a bad habit or something that is causing, once they can take a look at their lives and view it on a continual basis and start to understand, uh, quote unquote, where they went wrong and see how certain habits have changed them not for the better, then it's what we need to do is have that person understand that they didn't get that habit all of a sudden. They got that habit by usually a lot of time, usually a lot of observation and repetition. The key to get someone to understand is that to turn that back just as hard or slow as it was to actually learn and ingrain a poor habit. It is even more harder to relinquish that bad habit. So, Our goal is to force out bad habits by implementing new habits. And the best way to take a new habit is start the habit and then create an obsession around continually produce the results of the new habit. So henceforth, what we like to talk about is the habitual obsession or the obsession with new habit making. Now, I realize that's a real generalization because we're talking about making a habit. We're not talking about anything specific. We have to understand that we don't really need a specific habit. Those will come up in the planning stage and the evaluation stage of life. What we need to know is that the most important thing to understand is that the habits can be changed, but it takes just as much effort and just as much power as it did for that habit to be ingrained. in order to change and excuse me, in order to start a new habit. So it will take a lot of thought and effort, not so much in changing an old habit, but creating a new one that falters, fosters more of an end game to where you want to go. And for us, that is creating a very essential change, a life-saving change uh, for an individual or for ourselves. And it's also important to understand that once You become obsessed with one habit, become obsessed with the second and the third and the fourth habits, building now, using those as building blocks in order to actually steer. And as we went back to it, to handle, to control, to influence, to manipulate the essential change that we're looking for. I want to remind you that if you yourself as a helping professional or even working for yourself or looking to help someone make a, an essential life-changing change, something that could actually change or save their lives, please go to www.secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S.com for customized planning, action, and strict accountability programs. 
We work directly with helping professionals that are working on people, tough cases, people who have tried to make changes and have not been successful. We take a really different look at that. We really used a leveraged based system and we work with you to work with them. So it's a team effort. We usually work mostly by referrals from helping professionals. So please go to www.secondstarts.com. Look at our site. There's a calendar. Please get on it for a free 15-minute call. And let's talk about what we can do to help you. We can give you some real uh, ideas and some new ways to attack this thing and make it happen. So that's going to be it for today. And I want to say goodbye from a sunny and very cold South Jersey today. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. And we will look to continue our series to think and grow with a purpose. Uh, So this is Richard Jones with Second Starts, and we'll see you later. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast so more people like you can find me. Find us. Let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1,000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. I got a growing presence on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn. So please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. This was the way to go and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life. No, I'll be no good man. Cheers